0: You're listening to the Creatively Connected Classroom Podcast. And now, episode number four. Welcome to the Creatively Connected Podcast from Education Closet. Connecting teachers and ideas one glue stick at a time. Here's your hosts and K-12 Art Chat founders, Matt and Laura Grundler.
1: Well... Good morning. Good morning. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> we are Matt and Laura Grunler. Laura and Matt Grunler.
2: Laura and Matt Grunler.
1: And on. this is the Creatively Connected podcast. And uh, we, uh, we are in our fourth episode, which is pretty cool for us. Crazy
2: at the same time.
1: Yeah. And this episode is just going to be us. Us which is really different, but we have a lot of different things going on. And I think that we wanted to share, um, just some of that conversation that goes along in the household of team Grumler with the world. Um, We also
2: have a, uh, a a guest of Millie, the uh, art studio dog. And
1: uh... (laughs) our studio dog is in the (laughs) studio and, um, it's early on a Saturday morning and the kids are being contained by their Saturday morning, um, cartoons and cereal um it's very reminiscent of the 80s when we were children <laughs>
2: as we are donning our uh
1: schoolhouse our, rocks
2: and he-man In um, he-man um, i have the cartoons. power so um life for us, <laughs> life for us.
1: <laughs> yeah if you don't know our world is crazy and wild and um and just we we're just like everybody else trying to make it through and um, share our experiences and learn together and grow together. Um, so the creatively connected classroom um, is an outgrowth of our k twelve art chat, and we're really excited to be bringing it to everybody. Um, our sponsor, Education Closet, came to us with this idea and said. You know, we'd love to hear more from your host um, and actually have a conversation. So that's where that came from. And every once in a while, uh, Matt and I are the host of the chat. And recently we hosted um, about a couple weeks ago, but based on um, this idea that we had three years ago on a trip in the car. Do you remember that?
2: I do. Do you remember how that happened? I do, because we were talking about the importance of uh getting ready. We were on a family road trip and we were talking getting ready It was August, I think. No, it was it was, it was the end of
1: July. Yeah. And we
2: were driving around and we said, okay, here's what we want to do.
1: <laughs> I think we're in New Mexico. We
2: are <laughs> <laughs> it was we hot. Are, uh you know, getting ready to start the new school year, and we were both kind of talking back and forth about goals that we had for ourselves. And the chat was still fairly new. And we said, hey, what if for the whole month of August, we challenge teachers to really reflect on, um, you know, their past past year on things that are important, things that went well, things that they maybe didn't go well, things that they want to change, improve on, you know, all that stuff that we so heavily support.
1: Well, we so heavily support, but we also know (laughs) that as teachers... My gosh, you know, I, I, I've had a lot of calls from teachers this week. We're starting school on Monday and, Wait,
2: um, oh, yeah, we are. yeah,
1: Monday uh-huh. and there's, there's so much stress in the classroom, you know, uh, there's stress, there's, there's a lot of juggling for the, mm. for the art teacher in the elementary, they're trying to arrange a room that works for 700 kids, yeah. you know? Um, yeah,
2: a variety of learners. Ver- oh my gosh! Every learner in the school,
1: making accessible for everybody. Reading through all the IEPs, mm-hmm. making sure that yeah. they have their accommodations in place. That they're ready for those kids. Um, that they have their parent communication in place. Mm-hmm. That they have their stations ready. That they have lesson plans, and they follow the scope and sequence, and that they have their essential questions. I mean, there's just so so much. much. Yeah. Um, and, you know, what's funny is that when we started this, we specifically picked August, yeah. even though it's awfully stressful. Yes. And,
2: well, and even during those times of stress, I think we thought that, you know, even though everyone's going to be stressing running around, taking that moment, taking that, you know, 10 minutes, 15 minutes just to look back at what you have already done, what you might want to do differently is so important. I mean, well, to, what, do,
1: what do they say? The definition of crazy is doing the same thing you've always done over and over again without cha- something along those lines. I can't remember. I it's, it's some, you know, it was in some movie quote, but I think the idea is that you get into the routine mm-hmm. and sometimes
2: you lose your passion, right? It. You, you get so used to it that you're like, Oh, you just kind of flip into autopilot instead of, almost kind of that way you felt when you first started, you know, a brand new lesson or a brand new idea. You were in school, you know, um,
1: even your first year of teaching when you were so excited, (laughs) I, I I'm excited
2: now too. And I'm in, you know, teaching of year 14, but starting a brand new, brand new grade level. So, but
1: but I would say that around the time that we started this reflection process is when your passion really sparked. Yeah. You know, um, you know, I, I think that we, we ask a lot of our teachers, but I also think that the purpose of Reflect 31 is to put some consistency in place for the school year around the process of reflection and and helping it to become a, a, a habit that is purposeful and meaningful Um
2: it almost becomes healthy because you are taking that time to just kind of, you don't even have to talk about it, just thinking about it.
1: It's just a mindful that, moment. That,
2: that sense of silence for a little bit, but having a purpose to that silence, not just going, oh my gosh, I'm so exhausted. But, right. you know, the, okay, thinking about, or even, you know, when you're in your planning period or you're in your lunchtime, just kind of sitting there enjoying the, enjoying the moment of, okay, this class went well because of this, or this class didn't go well because of this. And is it things that you can control or things that you can't necessarily control?
1: And then how can you move forward from there? I think mm-hmm. the action piece or the the moving forward is an important piece to that. You know, um, I definitely, I, we hosted a chat recently around this idea and it's something that, I have even evolved my own thinking on. I know when we started this three years ago, we were hoping it was to be like this hashtag that kind of went viral. (laughs) How cool is this? You know, and we got everybody in the PLN to give us an inspirational quote. And we worked really hard to post an inspiration and a question every day. And that was okay. And I mean, even last year was cool because people were posting, we, we had a we had a sign-up sheet, and people in the PLN would sign up for a day, and they would post a video. Yeah, reflection of their
2: reflection year. question. Yeah,
1: and I like that. That was neat. That was cool. But I would say that as my thoughts about reflection have evolved, you know what? You can share if you want, but really, yeah, to yeah. me, it's, it's about personal. It's a personal thing, and we just want to inspire you to do it. So. Um, we did host the chat around this and we had six questions Mm -hmm. and um, we can kind of go back to those questions and see. Well,
2: I think, I mean, kind of adding to, you know, you were talking about crazy, uh, you know, teachers. Yes. They're running around right. You know, the, the couple of weeks, first couple of weeks before school starts just craziness with getting things ready, but it, the, the reflect was not to, had more to do it was just to take a moment to take a moment because we all need that moment in the in the crazy
1: <laughs> yes we do <laughs> uh, in fact based on that i don't i don't know if people are familiar with this book but and i don't know i'm looking for it in the studio because i used it yesterday but uh I had the opportunity to go to the school for art leaders this yes. summer, yeah. which was really amazing and continues to be amazing. But we were given a book um, and it was about mindful drawing and I'm going to look it up real quick. And so I can give, it's called the mindfulness Mindfulness and the art of drawing a creative path to awareness. And I did an activity yesterday when I was doing some PD with teachers where I, I just, I read from the book and the early in and it's, it's asking you to feel, to close your eyes and draw and feel the process of drawing. And just the quiet that came in the room and the sense of calmness was tremendous. So if we could all, you know, take a moment of reflection and mindfulness and quiet our brains, I think it would do a lot for the health of our teachers and the health of the community. Um, because that calm then goes straight into the classroom Mm -hmm. when you're teaching. Um, I think it's really powerful.
2: I mean, you, you are that conductor of whatever energy starts in your classroom. How, you know, if you're calm, even before those classes get there, your you know, your, your hardest class, then, um, you know, that, that chance of the kid who comes in, who's had a really crazy start to their morning or, you know, they got themselves in trouble or, you know, and, and are in a super bad mood. You give them that, that sense of refuge because you're, you're calm, you know, you're, right. you're more calm. And so their chances are they're going to find, that to be their their little place of refuge kind of
1: (laughs) yeah we started um the chat with our community um just to get them thinking about the idea of reflection um so we hosted a chat and the first question was how do we um what is your own personal reflective process Mm -hmm. um or practice What's your reflective practice as a teacher and you know it was interesting a lot of our pln specifically, um, stated that they keep a journal. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, I didn't hear art journal. I heard journal. journal, um, or I heard blog cause some of them keep a blog yeah. for themselves, not for the whole world, but, um, which I thought was interesting. Um, I have never really been good about keeping a journal. That's a daily kind of ongoing capture of yeah. my, I did keep notes in my lesson plan book about um, observations and things like mm-hmm. that. Um, what was your reflective or what um, is, I'm sorry. What is your, uh, well, yeah, my I'm, reflective I'm still practice. Teaching. I know, um, I know, but, and I, I teach too. It's just different. Do. different way. <laughs>
2: um, you know, I don't necessarily think, I think kind of along the lines of you are, uh, I didn't write them down. I think what I did is I would actually go and have a discussion with um, colleague and just being able to say, okay, this is, this is where I felt like I was struggling. You know, what do you, what do you think about ways that could help me with this? Or I was really struggling with this particular student, you know, what do you use in your classroom that, that might help? Um, so I would kind of pull from around me rather than physically writing it down.
1: I think, for, for that piece of it, too, reframing the question sometimes is really helpful when you're visiting with a colleague mm-hmm. um, and looking at, okay, from all different perspectives. I mean, that's that's the great thing about a PLN or having somebody that's a partner teacher on campus mm-hmm. or a group on campus um, that's collaborative. because um, And sometimes it's good not to say who the student is. Mm-hmm. Just say, here's the situation. Here, here was a
2: situation I was finding myself in. You know, what do you use when you're, when you find yourself in that same situation?
1: Right. So, so, um, I, I did, I, w- there was one teacher, um, Carrie Waller, who said she takes a walk every night. She mm. just walks her dog. Mm-hmm. And I liked that too, because I thought it's it, a that it mindful could, moment. Right. I mean. And it's that quiet that, that you can just say, okay, I'm going to just think about my day and then you can also put it to rest. Mm hmm. Um, I am a spinner, meaning that (laughs) I, um, poor Matt, let me just say, I get into these, these, my brain doesn't shut off kind of moments. And especially in August when we're getting all the teachers back in school and mm -hmm. I'm thinking about all the things that, um, for me, I don't, I don't get the teachers every day. I don't get to teach teachers every day in the way I would like to. So I feel like I have this one shot. I got to take my shot. Kind of like Hamilton. (laughs) Um, and I get these, these two really important days and I have those two Gotta days cram as much as you can. In yeah, and, manager. and, but I also, it's not cramming, it's no, about it's... making it meaningful and, and reflective and, and making sure that they have what they need to start the school year that, that heads best. towards the vision and the direction that we want for students. Right. Yeah. So I get in these spinning, cycles where i can't shut my brain off Mm -hmm. and then i i don't sleep well because my brain is on high energy mode um i think a lot of creative souls are probably like that and i think what i liked about carrie's statement is for me i i need to put that practice in place where i i go on a walk say this is the time that i'm going to think about this and then turn it off Mm -hmm. that's got to happen
0: Hey there, everyone. It's Susan Riley from Ed Closet. If you're enjoying this kind of conversation, definitely come on over to the K12 Art Chat on Twitter every Thursday night at 8.30 Central Time. You'll hear conversations like this. You'll be able to talk with other educators. And it's a great way for us all to connect. So, twitter.com, K12 Art Chat, Thursdays, 8.30 Central. See you there.
2: With our family road trip that we were on, you know, we had, we had a friend who we went to visit as a family, you know, of course you're, you're traveling family. So you're going to be stressful about this or that, or, you know, did we do this before we left? Did we not do that? Um,
1: did we leave the keys so the dog is not <laughs> locked in the house? Happens. Yes, that, that has happened. That's
2: a side story um, for later, <laughs> but um, you know, and their, their house actually backed up to, to a national forest. Um and oh, nice uh, right <laughs> and they had this amazing stream that just kind of rolled through or just behind their house, and you could hear it twenty four seven and so it was kind of nice just to go out there, observe some of that, and just not even think about what didn't we do, what did we do, where are we headed next? Do we have enough gas to get there, do we you know, and I just ended up journaling you know a whole. Two pages worth of visual journaling, a whole bunch of things that just kind of
1: poured out of you. Poured
2: out of you because you turned your brain off from thinking about those other
1: things. Yeah, you know, um, one of the conferences I was at this summer, one of the presenters said that uh, many years ago she started journaling every morning, and that's kind of my goal for this year as, as my reflective practice is to go out on the back porch when it's not 110 degrees in the morning. And yes, which is coming fall is coming. (laughs) You keep telling us ourselves that, um, and have my coffee and journal in hand and, and maybe not even bring all my plethora of visual journal supplies. That can be,
2: that can be overwhelming. It's
1: it can. And it's distracting. Mm -hmm. And I think just bringing one nice pen in my journal and Mm -hmm. just sketching or jotting down my thoughts for the day and just putting my mind in a place of ease so that I can start the day in a a joyful, calming take a breath way, um, mm-hmm. I think those mindful moments are something that I have not put at my front i think i've I've been reflective about practice and my educational journey and those kinds of things. But I think one of the things sometimes we as educators don't do well is take care of our own mental well-being. Mm-hmm. Um sure. and I think that that's part of what reflect 31 is about is also taking care of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and I mean, that that really I mean question 2
2: question 2 was um do you have key points you make sure to track or reflect on um you know to your instructional goals like you know in the classroom. Um, and so If so, how do you, how do you keep up with them? And, you know, like we were just saying that we are not the greatest at journaling every single day or reflecting on that every single day, but it's, it's setting aside a time and it could be a week. It could be, you know, the end of the day. And it just, it doesn't, like I said, it doesn't have to be every single day though.
1: But I think that going back to the key points, you know, I think we tend to think of our instructional goals as meeting the targets and the standards, Mm -hmm. which absolutely not downplaying that at all. Um, You know, making sure you're circling around those essential questions that you're offering inquiry for students.
0: Those are just a given. That's,
1: that's a key, right. And that's something definitely need to reflect on. But I think as I evolve around this process, I, I think that it's also really key again, that you're reflecting on your own well-being and how that interplays with your classroom Mm
2: -hmm. um if you're not in a good place your class won't be in a good place
1: yeah i mean it's if mommy's not well the whole family's not well right like it's it's just as the mommy point of view i i can say that but um in our family it's really if daddy's not well the whole family's (laughs) not well um because it, it just is what it is but um i think that you know I think that, that, that just is part of the real key. Um, And then, you know, as we progress through the chat, you know, how do you remain aware of those thoughts as you're teaching, or how do you push out those thoughts as you're teaching and reflect on that? Um, If you're having a hard time at home, or there's something going on, um, or your dog is not well, or, you know, there's all kinds of things that you know the thing about being an educator is that nothing really ever shuts off <laughs> right It's like everything intertwines, oh, everything yeah. layers and plays against each other um and being able to have that reflective practice helps in in those moments too
2: yeah <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> yeah um, i mean i don't know i i just from a personal standpoint, you know when um like when this is going to get really personal here, but when, um, we had a newborn and my mother wasn't well, I know that Matt was teaching. It was the very beginning of the school year and he had to compartmentalize all of those things to be,
2: you know, in the best, best mindset for the kids, because, you know, I mean, yeah, it just, you have to sometimes do that and that can be a struggle. And I don't know that probably would have been an ideal time for me to be able to reflect, um, you know, taking some of those moments that I had to to reflect on what I was doing well, what I wasn't doing well. So,
1: well, and I mean, that was you as a young teacher, 11 years, 12 years down the road. How does it look differently when you have a, a stressful time going on and how do you how do you integrate that reflection Mm -hmm. when you when you do have those stressful times
2: yeah it i i mean it how for sure how i i think that the i think that by you know looking at that is it, it it helps with clarity i mean it it brings you to it brings you to improvement. So, um, so I,
1: I know something you grew up with that helps you a lot. Um, growing up in a family of, of athletes has helped you to manage some of that.
2: Yeah. I mean, I know that, that, that reflection piece where, where I grew up as a kid, um, was doing was, you know, we, I grew up in a group, a a family of athletes. Um, I mean, I was an athlete as well. I did, you know, three different sports and one of those decompression almost times that reflective time was, you know, was working out, was exercising to get, to help get that, that stress chemical out of your body, you know, for you to then be able to focus on what you needed to, um, and so, you know, that became uh, a ritual for quite a long time. And, and even, you know, instilling some of that into my own children um, where we would exercise out in the garage, um, you know, especially during summer where we had more time to do that. Um, and uh, so that, you know, there are, there are other ways rather than just doing it that, that one way.
1: Yeah, I think reflection doesn't have to be sitting with a journal and writing it down. It can, it can be going on a walk. It can be doing push-ups or chin-ups or what do you call those things? Burp,
2: burp, burpees. Burpees. For those CrossFit people.
1: So, you know, I, I know that you're in a really good headspace when you're putting that practice into place. Mm-hmm. Um, and And also it's where your ideas sometimes spark.
2: Oh, anytime you can turn your turn your brain off from one thing and focus on something else, something totally different. You end up having the best brainstorms. Yeah. I mean, I know I have for sure.
1: I know you have too. (laughs) 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 He'll come in from working out and I'm like, what about this? What about that? I mean, I have a
2: great friend.
0: Go take a shower.
2: I had a great friend (laughs) that I taught with at, uh, in, in my elementary run and she was a, she was a runner and she was she would always tell me she's like oh my gosh i had this great idea i was on a run and i had this amazing idea and this is what it is what do you think and so we would have that opportunity to you know bounce ideas back and forth so definitely and she did talk that quickly yes uh- <laughs> i think
1: faster than that <laughs> I, I know you're gonna miss kristin a lot this year. oh absolutely yeah so um She's not that far away though. No, far, she won't yeah.
2: be at least for the morning.
1: So this year with reflect 31, we thought about doing, um, like we said in the past, we've done a daily prompt and this year we thought, well,
2: that can sometimes overwhelm
1: that can sometimes overwhelm. So we pulled it back and we decided to do a big to- idea for each week. Um, week one was
2: triumph
1: triumph. The amazing
2: word of triumph was, um, kind of came from the idea of what did you do well last year? what, what amazing things happened that you know you consider as a triumph? Because everybody, you can't just say, "Oh, well, the triumph is," um, because it, there's so many facets of what could be, you know, a positive thing. What could be a triumph? Maybe you made a great connection with a student. Maybe you, um, you I mean, know, yeah.
1: And triumphs can be big or
2: small. Or small,
1: absolutely.
2: You know, or we did this lesson with you know, using this particular material or medium and it, and it was like awesome and you had the best result. And, you know, that's a huge triumph. Um,
1: or getting the kid that says, I, don't I like can't art. draw. I don't art. like art or, oh gosh, Oof, I, know. I hate art to get them into to
2: something, to get them into something, yeah. you know, or they come from a bad situation and you're able to make your class, whether it's art or whatever you make your class that, That's a huge triumph.
1: That safe place for that child. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So the first week with triumphs um, and just reflecting on where your positives were in the previous Mm -hmm. year and what um, bigger, small things that impacted you in a positive way that you felt like, wow, I hope I can do something like that again. So
2: week two um, kind of leads into that last comment of, you know, hoping to do that again was change change Ch- Change is big change is important um
1: change is a constant it is um nothing is ever the same you know i
2: our students that come in are never the same as they were the year before or the, the day
1: before, <laughs> the day before. i mean honestly like every uh, yeah. day is a new day absolutely and you don't know what happened the day before that changed that student and now they're in your classroom the next day and they're not the same um you know i I had a conversation with our teachers about curriculum and, and change it's change and it's, <laughs> it's changed. It's, it's, well, it's not really change. It, it's, it transforms, it grows. It's almost like a living document because we're always trying to improve. Right. Um, and that I think is the bottom line with, with change in this component of, of reflection is how, how do we, how do we look at change? How do we view change? Mm-hmm. Is it a negative
2: some people consider it to be but i think if you're able to work through it in a way and show where the positives of that can happen then i think that can change the the connotation of change
1: well i think it's it's a negative and if you have your your cackles up if you've got fear you know when when
2: i mean change isn't easy it's no it takes work it takes hard work it takes effort and sometimes that can
1: scare people, scare people. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's, it's really about looking at change from a viewpoint of, of a healthy place, you know, and moving forward, which really leads into the third week, big idea, which is potential. Um, What, what is the potential for this school year going to look like? Mm -hmm. Um, What are the potential changes that, that, you know, I, I always see potential as a really exciting Idea, Yeah.
2: I mean, it's like those people on the uh, American Pickers, you know, they see something that looks just like a big pile of junk, but they see potential in what it either was or what it can be could be in, you know, and that's just a huge thing.
1: That's a really good visual, too, because I I know I've watched that show and I'm like, (laughs) there is nothing good in that (laughs) barn. Stay out of that barn.
2: Except for some spiders. Exactly.
1: Sometimes. You're going to get bit or you're going <laughs> to fall. That Mike Wolf guy is climbing he's, he's on brave. things that are just not, not safe, but he sees potential. Yeah. He will go up there and and grab after Climb, it. If it's something that's, that's got potential.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I love that you said that because it's, <laughs> it's really, and that's the exciting thing, right? Like, yeah, if you watch it's, that it's show, he gets really excited. He does. Um, you know, it, it's, it's just Frank does too. It's just not as,
2: um, it's not what's the same. Uh, that, that, you know, thinking about potential and thinking about people who are really excited. I mean, dating ourselves with people like Steve Irwin, you know, he was highly oh. excited about what he did. And um, then that also reminds me of Josh Gates. If you know, you watch, expedition unknown the potential of oh we found this clue that leads to this there's that potential of it could be something big and
1: could not be exactly so well and you know what's funny all of those examples center around investigation and wonder exploration Mm -hmm. every single one of those does um and, and that's what's so exciting about it is that you just you don't know what you're going to find. And so when you're working with kids, having that idea of potential and that exploration it's is really, there, it's yeah, it's a spark. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it's I get really excited about that. <laughs> that um, the word potential? Uh, yeah. Well, and just the idea that the, the unknown is out there. And uh, I think probably a lot of us went into teaching because you just never know. Every day is different. Um, every day is a challenge. Every day is a challenge and every day is full of potential. And Mm -hmm. I think that that's, what's really exciting about what we do. Um, and then week four is
2: commence. (laughs) So, you know, I mean, it's, it's kind of weird to have, um, it's kind of weird to have the word commence be at the end because you always think of commence as the beginning and, you know, for us in Texas and a few other places, they usually start the middle of August and we will have already been, but starting all of these things that, you know, through your triumphs and reflection and all that commencing the start of that process, if you haven't already.
1: Yeah. Um, Well, and just commence, commence making this a part of your, your practice for Mm -hmm. the whole school year. You know, it is reflect 31, 31 days of reflection in August, but we really hope that you'll carry it through I, into,
2: they say what every, they say two weeks of doing something continuously then becomes a habit or two right. weeks or something like yeah. that. Yeah.
1: And it, I mean, and putting your intention in, you know, having the best school year you're ever going to have, well, hopefully <laughs> until next year and then next year will be even better. Um, but really making this your best school year, um, and putting that practice into place is really key for, for what, reflect 31 is all about is is really looking at the big picture looking at the all all the potential that lies ahead of you it's really exciting and and beginning and starting with the starting with the excitement and keeping that excitement carrying mm-hmm. through i think that that's really key um as you are starting, starting,
2: I'm commencing, you're
1: commencing commencing. a whole new New
2: grade level, a whole new mindset of moving from, you know, 13 years of teaching elementary school to now a brand new year of teaching middle school. Um,
1: how will you look at these four weeks, um, and big ideas and kind of pull them into this coming school year for yourself? uh,
2: Well, I mean, I, I, I know for sure that, the fact that I will see my students more often will i think will really allow me to to be able to reflect on triumphs for that day, having the same group of kids you know over an extended period of time but seeing them every day um will will lead for some triumphs we'll lead for some things that we need to change around to you know whatever we need to do to basically reevaluate everything um and then there's always going to be potential. They're, they're middle school kids. What about change? Um, you have a lot of change. I have year. a lot of change. I mean, there is a lot of change there. I'm I'm going from being split between two campuses, whereas I was, you know, the sole teacher at one school for, like I said, 13 years. Um,
1: now you have two campuses. Now
2: I have two campuses with two different sets of kids, um, two
1: different teachers you're co-teaching with or sort of that sort you're on of, team with.
2: Yeah. Um, having a
1: team,
2: having a team, having a team where That's you go, <laughs> you know, being the only one to now having a team um, and, you know, having a, a, a travel period for one, um, I'm in a classroom where I will have an actual classroom and the other one I'll be bouncing around because they just don't have the, They have so many kids. They don't have the space for me to have my own delegated room.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, So.
1: How you're going to handle that um, is, is, is part of the, the reflection process, isn't it? You know,
2: taking attendance, (laughs) submitting, uh, you know, mid, mid semester grades. um, And so it's just, yeah.
1: There's a lot of change. There's going to be a lot. Yeah. But there's also a lot of potential. Oh, Absolutely. And you start school on Monday. So yes. as you commence, what are some ideas you have for yourself as you commence? Like, what what is your, do you have a goal for your commencement process? I know that sounds weird because then you hear commencement and you think about graduation, but really it's no, about
0: the beginning. The beginning.
2: Um, I, my goal, I think, is to just, uh, it's going to sound kind of, cliche I guess but is to learn as much as I can because it is going to be so different than being at the elementary level
1: um and I don't think that sounds cliche only because if I ever get to a place where I don't want to continue to learn then I shouldn't be an educator true that's my my personal opinion (laughs) yeah yeah I think that that's that's a good one
2: um because there will be so much is just leaving myself open. I mean, I've already started making connections with other teachers and other subject areas and getting them open to that creative branch that, you know, allowing that to be a valid learning assessment. Yeah. So, um, which I think
1: will be good. Yeah. I'm excited for you. I'm excited for all of our teachers in our school district that start on Monday. I hope that, um, I, I think our hope for reflection and reflect 31 is to just build in this process for people and
2: allow yourself to to become a better teacher.
1: Yeah. And to grow and to continue to collaborate with others and talk about uh, these, these, you know, ideas and, and move forward. Um, what is it that Walt Disney says?
2: Keep moving forward.
1: Keep moving forward. Yeah. Um, And that's, you know, there's a little bit more of a quote, I believe, but if you've ever watched Meet the the Robinsons. Robinson's, That's
2: the very end. And it says keep moving. It's, they isolate the main words and it's keep moving forward.
1: Right. So Um, it's really profound. If you haven't watched Meet the Robinsons, I highly recommend it. (laughs) So, yeah. Um, Well, as we wrap up today's podcast, um, is there anything you want to share with the community, Matt?
2: No, I I mean, you pretty much summed it up there at the end, just being able to continue your desire to improve. And it's going to be hard. It's going to be a challenge. But allowing yourself to look at those things that maybe didn't go well and figuring out a a way to improve them.
1: And the only thing I would add is lean on your PLN, lean on Mm. your collaborators and your colleagues, um, the smartest person in the room is the room room. So, yeah.
2: Um, so we would just want to wish everybody a, an amazing start to your year if it hasn't already. And, um, we will talk to you guys at some point through our chats. So, yep.
1: so we'll see you on Twitter and have a
0: tremendous school year. Thank you.
1: Bye guys. Bye.
0: Heads up, seven up friends. If you've been enjoying these episodes, be sure to subscribe to the Creatively Connected Classroom Podcast. You'll get a notification every time we release a new episode each and every week. And for bonus points, take a screenshot and put it up on your favorite social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, you name it. Tag Education Closet and K12 Art Chat so we can reach out and say thanks. And if you really love us with all the feels, give us a review and or a rating on iTunes. It helps others find this show and connect with our incredible community. Thanks for all your support.